Hey, man, what are you doing with that camera? I'm on Titty Patrol. Whoa, are those Estevez boobies? Oh, check out those. They're nice and square like Mom used to have. Are those Angela's boobs? They sure are fucked up looking. Hope this isn't awakening anything in me. Oh, no, here she comes. Here comes the spooky! Yeah, my co-host got sent home because he likes craps and farts. What do you want from me? <laughs> What's going on, all you Chuds and Chudettes? I am your host, Cincinnati Jeff, and we are back. Here comes Spooky's back with episode 76. God damn. Tonight, we're going to talk about Angela and why she's so fucked up again. So sit back, relax, and tie that buddy to a favorite log and make him listen to your second favorite podcast. Nailed it on the first try. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? I am your host, Cincinnati Jeff. I already said that shit. One half of the Dukes of Spook. And with me always is my best friend, my partner across the table, Nacho's Big Werewolf. But I see your true colors shining through. I see your true colors. That's why I love you. So don't be afraid to let them show. Guess what, you fucking racial slurs? I'm going to say terrible shit on this podcast, and I'm not fucking apologizing. <laughs> and if you have a problem with that, call the hotline number. What's that number, buddy? 704-666-2814. That number, one more time. 704-666-2814. If you want to see square boobies, or you want to see the nard hairs that I have. That's right. Or if you want to suck my dick like I'm pretty today. And call that number. That's right. Or just call that number. I always struggle to find uh, little intro songs for you, obviously, that I'm borrowing from other famous artists. So, in a pinch, I just Googled gay, gay songs. Oh. And Cindy Lauper's True Colors came up, which I guess talks about a rainbow. I, I like the song. I don't guess that it talks about it. It does, but I guess that's. I something? thought the coach left his playlist over here from last time. <laughs> I like Cindy Lauper. I'm not mad at it. You know, I heard a bird shit in her mouth. <laughs> really yeah really yeah like she was doing a concert okay. and then like you tell a bird shit in her mouth <laughs> all mean, right so we had a bird in the warehouse the other day just flying around we were like a hey, bird I'm like, bird hey bird brought no and uh so people are like yeah dude you know i heard if a bird shits on you it's good luck i'm like yeah but if you shit on a bird <laughs> what's that it's like this is why we don't talk to you nachos <laughs> Killer Mike. <laughs> All right. Seriously, that's my dead serious. That's my name in the warehouse. So, episode 76. Damn, son. Tonight, Sleepaway Camp 2. <laughs> Unhappy Campers. <laughs> I love this movie. Fucking spoiler alert. It's fucking fun. It's fun. It's good stuff. But, of course, as we always do, before we get to the movie, we got the news. One of us is. That's not that button. There it is. News and stuff. That's right. So first up, I want to talk about 
I finally fucking beat the facility on double O agent mode in less than two minutes and five seconds. I beat it in one minute, 56 seconds. I finally fucking unlocked invincibility for James Bond. Ugh, it took me 46 fucking tries and uh, it was a real fucking nightmare. so happy to hear a xylophone that's not true <laughs> tell you what it was real cocksucker it uh so xbox uh has like trackers and everything like how long you've been playing and things like that and for this specific game it has how many tries uh you've played facility on double o agent and it was it took me 45 or 46 tries to fucking beat it because dr doe i can get there but dr doke is never where he's supposed to be he's just fucking randomly around the fucking map yo who the fuck is dr doke I think it's Doak, D-O-A-K. I, I just, that's how we've always said sure, it. Sure, Doak. He's, he's one of the programmers, like at least his face is. I don't think the guy's, the guy's not in the game, but he's like a double O agent. So in the facility, he gives you the door decoder. Oh, so he's not like in the movie or anything? Right, no. They, so he's original, he's like an original NPC. Yes, so I gotcha. like kudos to fucking Rare, because it's one of the best fucking movie tie-in games ever, because they did such a good job on, like, hey, we've got fucking two-hour movie, and we've got limited locations. They don't go a ton of places, so they gotta make up some levels and shit. And they did a good job. Like, they made the whole facility thing, which was really nice, because you only see part of it in the movie, and uh, obviously they did the runway, the streets, the cavern. Like, they did, they, did, they did a lot of fun. You go to the bunker twice. My favorite level is the Haunted Mansion and the Baby Hippopotamus's Bat Mitzvah. Okay. Yeah, I mean. Okay. I would, I would, uh, is it the European version? Yeah. So explain this to me. Uh, <clears throat> so what the fuck is up? Well, like, so in, because it's Pierce Brosnan as Golden Knight, mm -hmm. correct? Yes, as 007. Yes. Okay. Uh, so I believe in the original draft, they had like a Sean Connery, uh, a Roger Moore, a T-Dalt. Like, those were skins, but they couldn't sign off on the uh, <clears throat> uh, licensing or some such Correct. Fuckery. Correct. You are correct. You are correct, sir. Austin so, Powers was in it. They were they were attempting to get all the original Bonds back to be in the game, and it never worked out. What, what didn't they make like Return to Russia with Love? And then uh, they actually had like Sean Connery. Voice so they that? did. Yeah, they did a From Russia with Love video game, which was really good. It was on the PS2. Yeah, because excellent. Because then they did like a couple more like that, I believe. Because they did like three or four movie tie-ins. So they did later on. They did do a GoldenEye game, but it was like called GoldenEye Rogue Agent. Where oh, that sucked. Yeah. So like it had nothing to do with this. And Goldfinger had basically made like a special eye that went into like an ex fucking MI6 agent. That's right. And it was like, like if you're a bad guy, you you're out to kill Bond. Yes. And so with that, they had some of the skins in there but that was later on that was still ps2 fucking uh gamecube uh which yeah yeah it, it's just golden eye on this is just fucking tits but like they, they they did their best with some of the other ones the rusher with love one was really good and sean connor is back for that they did a couple with him i mean yeah why not fuck it yeah i'm not mad at it. i don't think roger moore did any and then they had the skins later on in the golden eye air quotes remake yeah. on the wii which Everybody was fucking hyped about it. Yo, didn't they have Lazenby? Uh, <laughs> nobody likes him. He's like me. <laughs> so I just wanted to fucking bring that up because that took me a fucking cocksucking minute.
Now, either like you come too fast or you're just that good at sucking cock. I'm just that good at sucking cock. Whoa. Uh, but next up, <laughs> director Kurt Wimmer's new take on Stephen King's horror story, Children of the Corn, has been acquired for release uh, by oh, yay. Shudder. Another Children of the Corn movie. Uh, they actually they had a uh, preview. I know they had it before the Super Bowl. I don't remember if they had a commercial for it during the Super Bowl. They might have. Uh, but the company is recently announcing that the film will hit theaters on March third. No shit, a theatrical release, eighteen day theatrical run. Which is that I appreciate that they've said that because I wanted to go see Silent Night. Yeah, that was... And it was fucking in there for like two weeks and it was gone. So you, you gotta tell me that it's fucking only gonna be there for so long. For a limited time only. Right? I expect that shit to be there for at least a month. You know what? I saw a movie in the theaters uh, the other week. I saw... Bodies, f- bodies, bodies? No, I, I uh, bought that. <laughs> dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> no, I saw Infinity Pool. Oh, yeah. So that's Cronenberg's kid. The Cronenberg, Cronenberg, <sighs> Cronenberg Jr. That is fucking depraved. It's Cronenberg. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, I, I liked it. Mm, it is good. No, I haven't seen it. Okay, don't act like you're cool. Because UConn, UConn and Eldritch, uh, they were like, yeah, let's go see it. And they're like, oh, wait, we have lives. And I'm like, oh, sorry, sorry, gang. So with this one, uh, King's story and the franchise at birth obviously follow murderous children who worship the mysterious entity, he who walks behind the rose. The Red Brand trailer. Or Rick Flagg. <laughs> is it Rick Flag? That's uh, Randall Flag. Oh yeah, because he's him too, or whatever. Anyway, uh, so they confirmed officially a new batch of lethal cult kids, but Bloody Disgusting exclusively confirmed that the new Children of the Corn movie will reveal a new interpretation of the evil lurking in Nebraska. Uh, so you'll get to see the actual entity of He Who Walks Behind the Rose, which you never got to see. Even it, I don't think you saw him. So you definitely didn't see him the first time. It was like a weird energy. Oh wow, thing. that negative effect. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it was. Uh, and like, I love the first one. I'm a big fan. It's very creepy. It could have been a lot better, but they did what they did, and it was all right. All right. I go Urban Harvest. The second one? I think no, it's third the one. Third one. Third one. Because it's got Ni- a young Naomi Watson. Yeah, it. it's because he's like growing corn in like the, the hood. The fucking yeah. growing corn rows. Yeah. It's, <laughs> dude, it's, uh, it's like give me some of that, man. Uh, fuck. Uh, so, uh, Richard LeCorn 666 is the return of Isaac, and I think you see him then? I don't fucking know, man. But like, No, you see him in Urban Harvest because he's like, pops out of the, the ghetto-ass cornfield, and he's holding Naomi Watts, oh, and she's a right. Barbie doll with her legs kicking. Yes! Oh, boy. <laughs> special effects, I forgot about that. Well, there's something, I don't know if they're special. <laughs> they are effects, though. Yeah, they might have a couple extra Then they re they remade it. Uh, yeah, like 2010. Dude, they remake really that sucked. shit all the time. And then I think there's another one, and then there's this one. I'm hoping this one is good. Because I like the first one. I like the premise of it. It's very creepy. Fucking children murdering their parents. It's fun. Outlander! Oh, my God. We have your oh, woman! That that fucking dinner scene is so gross. And, oh, 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 and all that shit. And when they feed that dude's hand into the fucking meat slice. Oh, you want to go to the diner after yeah. church? Yeah, yeah, and that fucking bloody milkshake. They're fucking yeah, because they're feeding them all poison and shit. That is so good. I'm like, more please, another more of this. And then there's not. It's there's just nothing else. And so they, they kill the gas station guy. Is it RoboCop and fucking Sarah Connor? Uh, it is Sarah Connor, but it's not. Uh, it's not Peter Weller. It's uh, oh damn, who is that? I gotta look it up. Damn. 
I wish you were Peter Weller. Because I know it's Linda Hamilton. Or is it her sister? Oh, it's Linda Hamilton. Peter Horton. Hey, I got half of that right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, his, his, uh, his older brother's Tim Horton. <laughs> he was in White Shadow. It's the fucking basketball show? Yeah, the basketball movie where the fucking white guy teaches black kids how to play. Wait, no. So that was a TV show, too. You know who was super into that? Was it a TV show? I thought it was a movie. So it was probably a movie. Then they did a show. Could be. I just uh, remember watching it like way back in the day, like catching it before we had cable because it was just on. Uh, Phantom Bastard was super into White Shadow. <laughs> I don't know. His weird obsession with basketball. Like I watched that dude play one time. He jammed his fingers. He's like, just walked off the court. I'm like, no, dude, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> Done. Not like I'm his fucking Mickey and he's Rocky or anything. You're a bum, Phantom Bastard. Get back on the field. Basketball field. Court. Thank you. It's a court. Uh, I should have worn my three-piece suit. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and then the last thing I've got is... Fuck white people. They've got uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. new posters out for Scream, uh, showing every potential... Did you say Scream or... Scream. Scream 6. Uh, every potential victim slash possible killer. Um, oh, the... Uh, it's a train. It goes underground. It goes to subway. Toot. Thank you. Uh, it's like the the map. No, no, no. This is like one with like everybody's holding a knife kind of thing. Like they have an individual poster for like each character. Oh, opposed to like the killer is on this poster. That's what they did for five. Yeah. Which they weren't wrong. No, no. Ghostface was on that poster. <laughs> I mean, fuck. It was fucking Randy's house. Obviously. Stew, Stew Mocker's house, Stew's house. What did I say, Randy? What I thought it? you said Run's house. Say what? Whose house? Stew's house. All right, you got any? Uh, got any news? Anything? Any tips? Uh, let's talk about Valentine's Day. Okay, you do anything cool? Uh, just uh, got the lady some flowers. I got super drunk the weekend before. Oh, you did? Yes, and I'm not drinking tonight because of that. Hmm. Uh, my wonderful girlfriend <clears throat> made double layer jello shots and made me like a giant Rice Krispie treat that I've been chewing on for a couple days now. I've had that Rice Krispie treat. Not tonight's, but I've had one of hers before the giant She ones. makes bomb ass diggity Rice Krispie treats. They are good. Hi, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. <laughs> hello there. Well, hello there. Yes. Sarah, if you're listening, I apologize for my shenanigans on Saturday. She gonna cut your dick off. I'm getting so fucking hammered that I she passed could, out. She gonna cut off your dick and balls. That's what I get for playing Buffalo. That's right. That's what we all get. That game shouldn't exist. Well, what do you get a Wookiee for Christmas when he already has a comb? A hug. Uh, I will give you a crisp dollar if you can tell me who sings that song and wrote it. That's not the one B. Arthur sings, is it? Nope. That's shutting down the cantina. Oh, that's right. Because uh, I didn't want, because I got Mr. Samples that for Christmas, and I didn't watch it because I didn't want to open it up, but I wanted to. Right. Um, I haven't seen it in a long time. Okay. Uh, so B. Arthur has a song. Carrie Fisher has a song. All right. So this dude has two songs on it. One of the songs is, what do you get a Wookiee for Christmas when he already has a comb? Uh, pfft, I. He is in John Carpenter's Vampires 2. 
Robert Goulet. You give? Yeah. John Bon Jovi. Is that Bon Jovi? Really? That's Bon Jovi. And if any of our fucking listeners out there... He's not in the special, though, right? No, he sings the song. Huh. I didn't know that. Should we pause it and find some research and then come back to it? I'm going to fucking find that song. Yeah, here, pause it real quick. So we, like, uh, I'm just doing it. All right, so... Watching a lot of Gilmore Girls. Oh, boy, here it comes. Parentheses when he already has a comb. A brush? <laughs> Dumbass. Well, maybe it's better. Let me see. We have a scarf for Skywalker, right? Yes. And perfume for the princess? This is yes. not... This is not... Why, well, I don't know. See, this makes for good. What the fuck? Where is the set? Let me see. What can you get? A what Motherfucker! Is this it? This is that. Oh, it started different. This is Bon Jovi? <laughs> so, I've only ever watched this either... Hey, this slaps. Let it play. Either doing drugs or fucking drinking or both. I've never watched the fucking special... Uninebriated. Kind of fucking slaps, dude. I can strip to this. I'm mad at it. It'd be funny to watch like a big hairy guy fucking strip into this. Got the banana hammock on. You can see the hairs coming out of the bottom. A, uh, a young Bon Jovi did vocals for this. Wow. What was the other one? I don't know. He was too busy living on a prayer. Oh, the other song? Yeah. Uh, it's Merry Christmas R2-D2 or something like that. Okay. Do you know where I learned that? I'll tell you after the song. <laughs> Dad lumpy. This kid's lumpy. His dad's itchy. Itchy and lumpy. I've just put this out of my mind. Do you need a bullet? That's a terrible special. Terribly amazing. (laughs) Do you know where I learned that? The Eltingtonville Club. Really? Thank you, Evan Dorkin. We're just going boogie hard tonight, man. <laughs> yeah, got him, I dude. I fucking had a pair of needle nose pliers all day at work, just <laughs> ripping out bloody clumps. I just did a trim job earlier, so I got the loose hairs up there. Yeah, I know. I appreciate the little cue, and when you get a bone, it's a circle, and when you get a boner, it turns into a cue. That's right. <laughs> all right, let's, let's do uh, it. move on to the fucking Patreon club. Oh. The goddamn club uh, Z-list Star Wars characters. Okay, all right, all right. So I want to thank the Patreons first and foremost. Thank all of you. Thank you, the listeners. We couldn't do it without you. I mean, we could, could, but it wouldn't be the same. It would not be. 
The free the, before we got the Patreon was pretty fucking rough. Now we can afford things. Yeah, thanks, Shane. Buttons on it. So okay, Zealous. I, I thought we stole it from Ben. That was when we borrowed his. Oh. This is ours. The, we we bought this. Let's blurt out shit from Star Wars. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, okay. We'll take uh, turns. Let's see. All right, take uh, take on Yukon Tom first. Yukon Tom is Dak Lightsaber's Astromech. Which I'm sure has a name, but I can't think of it. Dak Lightsaber Astromech? Yeah. It's not our 5D4. Everybody knows he has a bad motivator. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Me too. Okay, let's see. Um, I will uh, do Eldrick's Pixie. And she will be Felicity from the fucking sequel trilogy, which I don't remember her fucking character's name. Felicity? I was yeah. going to say like a fun version of Sam Zam Wessel. I don't remember her name. That's because uh, I don't remember. Rebecca. And this is what our Patreons pay for. <laughs> yes. I don't remember the fucking or Carrie Russell had a fuck. There it is. And you get all WB on my ass? Damn right. Okay. Gotta look it up now. Yeah, but does anybody remember Savannah? That was like CW's first. Ah, she was Zori Bliss. Which one's that? Is that the blue chick? She was in the armor the whole time, so it's up to Captain Phasma. She wears like, she's like the assassin that fucking Poe Dameron knew. Oh, yeah! Yeah. That's not the prequel trilogy. That's the... I said the sequel trilogy. Oh, you're right. I mean, it's kind of hard to tell because you can only see her fucking eyes. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, Matt Huey. Uh, he's the little shit monster that pops up in the water in the fucking... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in the nicest way possible, of course. Uh, fucking the Atomic Scarecrow. He is the mouse droid. <laughs> no, fuck that. He's the droid getting torn apart in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> it's like, why does he have pain receptors? Our, ma- our master got mad at our last protocol droid and disintegrated him. Uh, simple tentle touch it fucking Ben Welly. He is the fucking droid. Same fucking spot, but he's getting his fucking feet branded. A, a gonk droid? <laughs> I'd say he's Black Coruscant or whatever. Uh, the fucking, the Wookiee? Yeah. Black Coruscantan? No, he's itchy. He's itchy. Noslin 80, he's lumpy. Uh, Noslin 80? You know what? I've never met him, but he seems like a cool guy. He gets to be like Commander Cody the second he gave Obi-Wan Kenobi his lightsaber back, and then Palpatine <laughs> pops up and is like, execute order 66. And he's like, fuck me, dude! Fucking, uh, look, I would go home, but I have this chip in my head. <laughs> fuck! Just could have fucking came in just two minutes earlier. 20 second delay? Fuck! Uh, fucking Johnny Mitch. Johnny Mitch is... He is one of those frogs that Jabba eats, not in Return of the Jedi, but in the Phantom Menace. <laughs> They're fucking jumping off, committing suicide before he can eat him in No, he's baby Greedo when Anakin's saying, that's wizard. <laughs> uh, fucking uh, Tedis Duras. Tedis Duras seems like a real swell guy, so I'd say he's probably Jar Jar's Gungan buddy that tries to keep Jar Jar in line. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. You saying big doo-doo this time. Oh! 
Uh, okay. Uh, how about Paul Harmon? Paul Harmon? He's Jax from the diner. Shane Riley? Shane Riley. He is the R2 unit from Mandalorian that has arms and legs. All right. And then I'll take this last one. Aaron fucking Southworth of the Once Horrible Horror podcast. Ooh. He's actually John Hurt from the diner scene in Space Balls. Where he no, orders the in. special. <laughs> special? What did he order? The special? Oh, the soup. <laughs> Check, please. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, Hello my, my ragtime girl. How's that racist? Fucking, I don't care, dude. That whole fucking scene is money. Dude, dude. space balls. Oh, Legit. No, all day, God. every day. <laughs> he, he's, the, he's the little pick while they're combing the desert. We, we found shit! I want to watch that so bad. I love space balls. Fucking... Baseballs to the search for more money. Do you remember the fucking cartoon show they did? Mm-hmm. That was dog shit. You know what else is dog shit? What's that? Our fucking hotline. Oh, boy. Thrill me. Let's go to the phones. We've got a couple that we still haven't got to from back in December. These fucking things are uh, just... These chuckleheads. Yeah, here we go. Another day in the fucking wilderness. Wondering why the nachos are. I'm all fucking squirrel up that little fucking goddamn squirrel hole. Oh yeah. Not to mention, I'm a Cincinnati that Jeff. I'm a Cincinnati that shit all back low. Squirtastic. <laughs> you know what? Johnny Mitch. move on. I'm gonna play the rock group. Y'all bunch of illiterate bitches. Y'all don't know what the horror is about. I'm a fool right now. There's a fucking goddamn horror coming, coming. There's a goddamn blizzard. There's a goddamn fucking half of us blizzard. There's a one, two. And there's a one, two. And I'm a fool one, two. And through. And you're a bunch of bitches. And I hate your podcasts. Fuck a dick and fuck off. And every other goddamn thing, you master shows want to talk about shit. I'm gonna tell you all piece of shit. You anyway, fuck you, podcast, and then be busy. You ain't got nothing to fucking say to nobody. You're a punk ass bitch. This reminds you. You ever heard? Love it. Apparently, we know meat. What? Did you? You ever listen to "Shut Up, Little Man"? Yeah, I yeah. just found out about that. Oh not my that god, long dude! Ago. So that's Shut up, shit. little man. Yeah, so I got that. Uh, I have. I still have that on fucking, <laughs> fucking cassette. Uh, uh, so this was just. This is the kind of. Sh- this fucking reminds me of that. If you don't know about Shut Up, Little Man, fucking out there, check it out. It's it's uh, how my mom used to wake me up. Fucking every day. hilarious. So it's just like these two old drunk guys. Uh, who lived with each other in the 80s. The one would like beat the shit out of the other one. All they did was fucking get drunk. And the neighbors used to get so pissed off at them. How the f- pissed off would they get? So the fucking, the walls of this of old apartment in the 80s were like paper thin. You could hear everything. So they got tired of it. So what they would do is they would record it and they would fucking play their arguments back to them through speakers, like fucking pointing at the wall. And their friends would listen to it. And they're like, this is fucking hilarious. So they just kept recording it. And then they would put it out on like albums. And it was, Pretty fucking popular with like the punk rock circle in the eighties, yeah. but like the guys got hip to it and like they like they even fucking talk about. It. They're like the fucking neighbors are recording this again. Well, I don't give a fucking shit. Shut up, a little bit. Now I gotta fucking play the trailer. Yeah, you know what? I uh, I think they was gay lovers. 
So they made a movie. This is the trailer for it. It's like it. a documentary. Yeah. In 1987, two young punks moved into a low-rent apartment. This gaudy pink color. Totally ramshackle. Oh, it's Tony and the Coca-Colas. The landlord, she turned after the lease was signed, and she said, One more thing. Next door neighbors, sometime little bit loud. <laughs> You've been screeching for an hour, now stop it. No, I haven't. You lie. Peter and Raymond. I smell like a human being. You smell like a fucking dog. Shut up, little man. I smell the first like recording was in response to feeling intimidating, feeling frightened, but then it became entertaining. We became obsessed with it. A friend of mine received a tape, and it said on it, old men fighting. One zine mentioned something called, shut up little man. I must have, what, seven or eight hours of material. It's hilarious. How do you know about Raymond and Peter? You know, it just kind of spread like wildfire. Shut up little man, shut up little man. Shut up little man. It's so fucking funny. Sorry, I get You're a cheap little bitch. Shut up, little man! <laughs> cheap little bitch. <laughs> Shut up, man! That's what this shit reminds me of, man. Hey, fellas. You heard of time we all went to that fucking camp? And that girl that we thought was a girl had a dick? Whoa. And, uh, Topical. <laughs> all three of us hit it from a fucking bag. Not knowing that she had a dick. I mean, uh, maybe we shouldn't talk about that. But then the hockey mask guy showed up and just fucking destroyed everything. Uh, you know, but we're still here. And thanks for the podcast. <laughs> thanks, buddy. Ooh, that's a long one. I might save that one. Yeah, that might be a... Oh, I was going to say, I'm sorry. John was on a mission tonight. I don't know what the fuck his problem is. But he's just, uh, he's on a mission. Thank you. Uh, enjoy you guys. Uh, keep doing it. You're welcome. Anytime, buddy. Let's see if I can. Oh, what I meant to say is, shut up, little man. Shut up, little man. Like mark this as like unlistened to, so we can go back to this or unlistenable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's the phones. Ah, uh, no Benny Graves. No Benny Graves. This no Aaron. Mm mm. Ah. We got to all of them. So, moving on to the movie. Actually, not not so fast. Okay, go ahead, sir. So, so, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so, why? At, why? At some point, why were people so excited about being a pirate? Being a pirate would be terrible. You're talking like back in the days of pirates? No, like when Pirates of the Caribbean was like pirates versus ninjas. Like who was excited about this? When what one where is this come from? Two. Uh, when did this fucking crossover of pirates versus ninjas fucking take place? Like the 90s? Like when everything was no, a ninja? No, we're talking like ninja like, cop and shit. Uh, you know like post Johnny Depp Pirates of the Caribbean Chris the Black Pearl. Yeah, we're talking like Ask a Ninja era, maybe like 2007. Oh, I loved Ask a Ninja. Fucking right, dude. Uh I mean, I know there were the pirates 
porn, they were big. Oh, that's hilarious. They fucking, they made softcore versions of that that were like rentable, like ever. You could buy it at Walmart. Like, it was huge. Um, okay, I'm going to go off on the tangent of my tangent. So I'd never seen the Hobbit movies. I'm watching the Hobbit movies on HBO Max. So the or, Hobbit no. movies or the Lord of the Ring movies? The Hobbit movies. Okay. Uh, you know, I've seen, I've seen Lord of the Rings. Good shit. Mm-hmm. All right. So I get part one down. I'm like, this is cool. And mm-hmm. I, I like that fucking crazy woodland wizard. There's like bird shit all over him. and has the rabbit sled. Right against the brown. Thank you. That's so fucking cool. All right. He's eating mushrooms and shit. Yeah, he is. Look at that motherfucker. Tell me he's not. All right. So I'm watching the second one. I was like, this is pretty good, too. And so I see like part three. And then it turns February. And I go to jump on it. It's not there. I have no idea how that shit ends. What the fuck? I know, like, I could just rent it, and that's bullshit. But anyway, back to these pirates. Why was everybody, like, wanting to be pirates? That would suck because, like, I mean... Scurvy. For starters. And then, like, you're getting fucking saltwater lesions and shit. I mean, butt fucking aside, that's cool. Or, no, the other way around. If you, like, want to just want to fuck your dude, that's cool. But then, like... You're going to starve to death and you can fall off a boat. Like, at least if you're a ninja, you're going to get cut in half with a katana or like getting ninja stars thrown out your face or something. Okay. I'd rather be a ninja, right? So, so you just bring this up because you just want to say you'd rather be a ninja than a pirate? I don't really remember like the big movement of people wanting to be pirates. I don't remember like, no, it was a big thing. Like building ships and I moving know to a, the ocean. I and, know a like, pirate. He lives in Belleville, which is fucking stupid if you think about it because, uh, <laughs> where's the ocean? Exactly. I mean, we have Pontoon Beach, but that's not really the same. So what would you rather be, a ninja or a pirate? Mm, my ninjas are silent and deadly, but pirates have ships and cannons. Ninjas have ships. You just don't know about them. That's like, why the fuck is Deadpool a pirate? He's already a ninja. That's like having ninja Deadpool. I have no idea. That's like pirate I don't, I don't spawn. Right for Marvel. But I don't know. I, know I guess to... I'd rather be a pirate. And the only reason I'm thinking of this is because your your weird topic reminds me of the Goonies. So it's back in the 80s. Make the Goonies. There's no fucking digital Underground. effects. It's all fucking practical. practical effects. Yeah. And the one thing. So in the scene where they fucking come out of the water and then like they fucking see um, the fucking amazing one-eye Willie's fucking shit for the first time. Yeah, that's so- the first time they actually seen it on set and because Spielberg fucking does anything fucking little he had a real full-size pirate ship built like fucking from the ground up and they destroyed that set so yeah that's what I want to get at was like they didn't know what to do with it no studio wanted it uh nobody wanted to buy it they tried to give it away and nobody fucking would take it oh like a sweet sweepstake or something yeah like fucking so they had this full pirate ship fucking anchored off the fucking shores of Astoria and they just fucking ended up burning it down after a couple of years because nobody fucking wanted to take it. Full on fucking workable pirate ship, one eyed Willie ship. Can you imagine that? If that was if I known about that. Like if I fucking get three things, I get to fucking do in a time machine. Yeah. Okay. Number one, I'm gonna stop slavery. Two, wait, like the fun kind of slavery or the bad kind of slavery? The bad kind. Okay. Yeah. Two, fuck white people. I'm gonna stop the prequel. Or the sequel trilogy is being made. Three. No, no. You get actually, I'm going to stop the sale to Disney. Mm, we wouldn't have Mando and shit. We can still have Mando. I have the knowledge to uh, make sure that those get made. 
Well, who says they didn't have transparent aluminum? And then three. <laughs> you know what? No, I. I'm getting that fucking pirate shit. So, like, what you're saying, I'd just be like, I would get Fabro and Fellini in the same room and be like, and fucking be like, you guys want to meet Robert Rodriguez for drinks? Right. Yeah. Talk Star Wars. Let's we'll see what happens. And fucking Bill Burr. Fucking. All right. I love it. I was talking That's not bad. That's to not fucking bad. speaking of Star Wars now because we fucking can't go fucking without uh, getting on a tangent. Uh fucking talking to him in Spanish today, and he's like. I was like, hey, man, you've been watching The Last of Us. He's like, yeah, I'm all caught up, and it's a good show. You should watch it. Um, yeah, I've seen Mandalorian. And then anyway, so he's like, I'm watching all the new Star Wars stuff, starting with the movies. I was like, the the sequel trilogy? He's like, yeah. He's like, they're not. He's like, I'm only on The Last Jedi. I just finished it. And it's, it's not that bad. It gives a lot of hate. Then I just fucking break it down for him. <laughs> I ruined the whole fucking thing. Like, the fucking way the stories go. You know, the Holdo maneuver, obviously, is fucking one of the worst things in the fucking ask world. Ask Yukon Tom about that. Yeah. I can hear his fucking veins his hardening. Teeth just, he doesn't even have teeth anymore. He just has like chewed off bullets just jammed in his gums. He's like, well, it's not all bad. I liked Andor. He liked Andor. I know you didn't care for it, but you didn't finish it. You should finish it. It's real good. Andor, what uh, else should I be watching? Uh, so then he's like, obviously Mandalorian. He's like, I didn't care for Boba Fett. And I was like, one, Boba Fett was fucking exactly what I wanted it to be. Okay. So I, you know, we said this a hundred times. But guess what? I'm saying it again. What? Remember all the awesome screen time Boba Fett had in the exact Boba Fett Boba Fett got fucking beat up by a blind Han Solo with a stick and then what's what's his other line oh hello Ponwe where's my father or some <laughs> shit like that uh yeah that's it father Tomwe's okay. here thank you thank you thank you yeah the coach would be so mad but like dead serious you are living the ghost of a memory through Dark Horse comics sorry Dash Randall yeah. Uh, actually, that's canon, though, so. Is it? Uh, no. Parts Maybe. of it. Is. Pending. I mean, if Thrawn and Revan are can't. Moving on. We'll save this for our. Is Revan canon? Anyway, yeah, we'll save that for the special episode we're doing. But anyway, the reason we got on it because he's like, he's like, well, what's up with that fucking. The neutrinos. He called them something different. And like the fucking weird laser fucking spin turn. I go, dude, that's. That's fucking Robert Rodriguez. Nobody was fucking bitching. Oh, you talking the mods? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody was, fucking, nobody was fucking bitching when it was 1993 and fucking Antonio Banderas had a fucking rocket launcher inside a fucking guitar case that also had fucking Uzis built okay, into it. Do you want to rock the house or do you want to rock the house? I'm just saying, Desperado's dope. That's just fucking Robert Rodriguez's style. Desperado. He's fucking flashy and showy and just does goofy shit like that. Yeah, like that's Spy the kids. worst. All right, I fucking got to watch the fucking Boba Fett ride a goddamn Rancor around like it was oh, a fucking kaiju. Oh, motherfucking God. That was so dope. Oh, it's the fucking coolest thing ever. And that was like versus Super Droidica, right? Yes. Man. Yeah. It was badass. Yeah, sorry you guys hate fun. I had to fucking, I was so excited I would spoiler free describe it. I'm like, there's a guy who fucking rides a thing and then he fucking beats up stuff and you never fucking saw it coming. Oh, and Cad Bane's there. And by the way... To nobody's surprise, Danny Trejo's there. Yes. Yeah, he's the Rancor fucking Wrangler. I love that shit. I wish he was in it more. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, fucking, I'm going to get off my soapbox now. It's fucking Star Wars, and I love that shit. So, uh, let's, uh, when, where was the first time you saw this movie? Nachos, fucking Sleepaway Camp 2 on Happy Camper. Uh, <clears throat> pick a video. I mean, I rented it from Pick a Video. I didn't like. I have the exact same thing down. I don't know when, but it was a VHS from Pick a Video. This is when I was living on 29 Briarcliff for sure. It's just, it's stupid fun. Yeah. This is, I, had, I hadn't I had made the complete. No, I did. I had a 
everybody had one fucking DVD player and it was called the PlayStation 2. But like the I movies, actually had a you had like a DVD DVD player? Yeah. Oh my god, dude. It, I didn't get one of those until I got married. My DVD player was my PS2. It quit working, so I took it in the front yard and just beat the shit out of it with a hammer. And like I lined up the toaster and my TV and shit. I just look over, I'm like, let that be a lesson to you. I got into it with fucking one of our buddies' older brothers, because he's like, Don't watch DVDs on it, it'll ruin the laser. And I was like, That's not true. The majority of the games are in DVD format. Except like those weird purple ones. The weird those are not. Those are like CD ROM ones. Yes. But the like I said, the majority of them are in DVD format. It was just a stupid thing, but that was my thing. But yeah, same thing. Pick a video. This was mid two thousands and I'd fucking because they didn't have the DVD because I'm that pretty, wasn't even a thing. Anchor Bay didn't release that till way later. Yeah, so it was just the VHS. But Fuck, it was that didn't even thing. come out to like 2005, 2006 or something. Yeah. That's not true. That's that's a bold-faced lie. Because it, it came out in that survival pack. That was the only thing, I believe, So, but we'll get to it. Yeah, you know what, nerds? Figure it out. Can't do all the heavy lifting for it. A you. quick break, and then you'll hear a word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. This is Abe Froman, the Sausage King of Chicago. And when you're not stuffing your face with delicious andouille, make sure to listen to the Here Comes the Spooky podcast. I can tell by these boys' voices that they've got big kielbasas. I trust that, man. <laughs> we do, Abe Froman. We do. Uh, so this is not a video nasty. This is not on our Hello Nasty list. Directed by Michael A. Simpson. He also did Funland, which is a mafia, like, kind of horror movie. Oh, like I thought... A- like okay. a mafia takes over like a circus, and uh, that sounds amazing. And then like the fucking they fight back. It's 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 a thing. Uh, then of course the Camp two and three because they filmed them back to back, and not much else. But now it's time to meet our casualties. Hurt. It's killing me. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Good one, Ben. <laughs> Morty. Ooh, yeah, that show. Yeah. Ooh. Shut up, xylophone. Mm, bitch. All right. First up, we've got Pamela Springsteen. That's right, that Springsteen as Angela Johnson slash Baker. She was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. No. Yes. Background actress? Uh, No, I think she was, uh, she had a couple scenes with Sean Penn. Um, Just like Madonna said, beats me. (laughs) Uh, Of course, The Boy Camp 2 and 3. She was also in, uh, was it Fast Food? Fuck is fast food. Uh, it's like a funny, like low budget comedy about like working in a fucking like burger joint they made in the eighties. I think fucking Michael Simpson directed that too, if I'm not mistaken. Shit, dude, news uh, to me. Um, <clears throat> we've got Renee Estevez. We got an Estevez. That's right, of the Estevezes. Uh, yeah, related to Joe Estevez and Charlie Sheen. Oh yeah, yeah, that and uh, Coach Gordon Bombay. Mm-hmm. 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 Emilio! Emilio! 
Uh, who plays Molly Nagel? Uh, she was Whoa! In- can't say Molly. <laughs> she was in Heather's. She's an intruder. Yes, she is. Yeah, and she's also in Single White Female. We've got Tony Higgins as Sean Whitmore. Um, he was credited as Anthony Higgins. Valerie Hartman as Allie. Brian Patrick Clark as TC. Walter Gotell as Uncle John. Now, he was in Puppet Master 3. Fuck, is that the... That's the first Nazi one. Yes. I don't know. There's like 20 of those fucking uh, He was also uh, in a bunch of James Bond movies Wait, with did, uh, Roger Moore. He's uh, General Antola. Did Dickie Baboo say he wanted to be on the Puppet Master episodes, or was that somebody else? Uh, no, he wanted to be on Child's Play, and he was. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've got Susan Marie Snyder as Mayor, not Mary. Don't call her that. She hates that name. And then Terry Hobbs as Rob. Released in August of 1988, banger year for horror. We've got Child's Play, They Live. I love They Live. The Blob. I love The Blob. Friday the 13th. The II. Mm-hmm. I love Friday the 13th. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Holy shit, let's talk about this for a second. So okay. Sven Gulli, you know Sven Gulli? Yes. Looking at you, the samplesses. Uh, so my dad was like, my dad gets high now, which is fucking awesome, because like he hurt himself. Trying to help me go to the bathroom. Whoa. No, uh, so he's like high as fuck, and he's like, I was watching Svengoolie and shit. Yeah, no, he actually broke his spine, like, when we taped ourselves to each other and did the double helicopter dick. Uh, so While you were trying to poop? Yeah. Hey, man, don't don't, don't worry about what we're doing. Uh, so he's like, I watched this fucking movie on Spookoolie or whatever. Spookoolie. Yeah, and so... Uh, Gabagooly or whatever. Spaghetti Spaghettigoolies. And so <laughs> fucking killer clowns from outer space. And he's like, that movie's fucking retarded, but like in a good way. I was like, yeah, dad, I know that movie's fucking dope. He's like, I don't know. It's fucking stupid, but I liked it. And I was like, you're trying to tell me the part where the fucking clown is making hand shadow puppets and does uh, Washington crossing the Delaware. And then he turns his hands into a T-Rex and eats people is fucking stupid. He's like, no, actually, that part was pretty funny. I was like, yeah, I know. He's like, and he shoves his hand at the cop's back and fucking moves. Dude, him like a fucking that, that is fucking. Uh, that's so good. That's uh, Dean Wormer from Animal House. And uh, that intro song, Killer Clown. That song fucking rules the dickies. That shit shreds. Uh, I'm like, Dad, you're trying to tell me the part where little fucking Shuri rolls up on his little shit bike and the fucking big, you know, uh, biker dude beats the shit out of the bike and then he fucking put up the doors, put up the dukes, and then fucking Shorty punches that dude's head off. That was stupid. Yeah, where's that game, man? It's supposed to be coming out soon. Yeah, you know what? I haven't heard much about it. Yeah, I haven't either. I have to look into it. So, that. long story short, my dad's dumb because that movie rules. <laughs> it does rule. Uh, I was at Nightmare on Elm Street 4, Lady in White. Ooh, that is a treasure. It really is. So, like, that, that is me in the field. Doesn't sound like something you, uh, you would find as a fucking horror movie, but like, even it if is. you looked it up, you're like, this doesn't sound like it's a horror movie. Look this shit up. It's fucking great, buddy. I'm like ninety percent sure Eddie Haskell's in that, and I'm Ooh. not saying his role, but that movie has mad Amblin movie feel vibes. It is good. Uh, yeah. We also got Halloween Four. Yeah, Night of the Demons. I love that movie. Return of the Living Dead Part Two. That's a movie. Monkey Shines. Monkey Shines! Maniac Cop. I love it. Slugs. (laughs) Slugs rule! Fucking brain damage. Not dead alive brain damage, but Elmer brain damage. Oh. Oh, Brian. (laughs) Hey, Brian. 
Hey, Brian. Do you want to have a hooker suck me off? I fucking love that. How movie. fun would that be? Like, if you had a dildo made out of Alamer. It's just saying. Why has anybody made that? Uh, the Halloween 4, which I think is the uh, beginning. Fuck, I don't know. I, part 6, the circus one, is really fun. Uh, not, it's about the only good sequel, other than your sister's. Well, Howling 2, your sister's a werewolf, werewolf Gus. Uh, 976 Evil. That's okay. Parents. Uh, that's a weird movie. Edge of the Axe. Yes! We should do that with Dr. Benny Graves. Uh, Poltergeist 3. It's a movie. And then Hacko Lantern. I think that's the one with Max Dad from It's Always Sunny. It's not good. It's not good. Not good. So how to watch uh, VHS and Laserdisc, of course. And then, uh, as we were talking about earlier, Anchor Bay DVD, I'm pretty sure was only in their survival kit. Like the the four banger one with, with all of them. And then like the weird fourth one that wasn't the fourth one. And they made a fourth one, which is technically the fifth one. And then there's a fourth one. So then there's like another fourth one. Yeah. Memorial Day Massacre, a.k.a. Son, Son of, of Sleepaway, Sleepaway Camp. Camp, a.k.a. I'm not watching it. So that Survivor Pack thing, they had to reissue it because the original one had the Red Cross logo yes. on it. Yes. And so like the Red Cross is like, can't do that. That still goes for a fuck ton of money on yeah, eBay. Yeah, I had it. I fucking had it. I know fucking Ronimus Cobulus fucking still has his copy, but I'm pretty sure that was the only way to get that on DVD. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it was just VHS. And then, uh, so you, super. Oh wait, that was the first one. No, no. So I was just gonna talk about that. So you can get these on DVD in like weird two packs. They're from Legacy Entertainment. Oof. Do not. Under any fucking circumstances, by you know these. what? Because Phil has had it up to here with it. <laughs> that shit is fucking terrible. It is like a rip of a bad VHS copy off a MIDI file, fucking, off a Tiger handheld uh, from across the room, fucking from an R zone, put onto a fucking DVD. It is so bad. We watched the first one. I was so fucking excited when Nachos came over. I think we what was that story. double packed? With? It was uh, House by the Cemetery. Oh yeah, and, which was a better quality, but like. We watched the first Leeway Camp this way, and it was so bad, I immediately went to YouTube and found a much better version, just yeah. free on fucking YouTube. This thing was terrible. This was a legit release, so do not buy it. You see anything from Legacy Entertainment, do not get that fucking DVD. Instead, because it's always on sale, and like I just I guess Scream Factory just fucking has this license forever, get the Scream Factory Blu-ray DVD combo. That's right. They've got all three of them. They're always like... Between fifteen to seventeen bucks. Buddy, I think they might even have the fourth one, but kind of don't watch that movie. Mm, which not not the first fourth one, but the second one, which has fucking Felissa Rose. In I feel it. like this is the part in Spaceballs where it's Colonel Sanders and fucking Lord Helmet talking about <laughs> what's the matter, Sanders? Chicken. Chicken. I'm surrounded by assholes. I did, sir. He's my cousin. <laughs> Man, how many assholes I got on this ship? Raspberry. You know I watch Radar. I have my coffee when I watch Radar. <laughs> Dude, if you ever here looked uh, at the other VHSs that are there, it's they have all like, Mel Brooks movies. No, well, there's a ton of them, but then there's like Friday the 13th part, like all the way to like 19 or 20. That's hilarious. There's like 15 Rocky movies. Did you see on Hulu coming up, they're doing History of the World Part 2? Yes! I am fucking pump look at these nipples yeah I've, I've been staring at your big titty girl on the shirt like all night hey her eyes are up here i'm, <laughs> I'm gonna jack up on that later oh wow but yes it's the real part two i just fucking love mel brooks so anyway get the screen factory blu-ray dvd combos they're always you know what i think one of the funniest fun. mel brooks movies is go on the elephant man 
What is what? You know what? You you, you brought it up. What what is your favorite Mel Brooks movie? Uh, trick question. So like High Anxiety is a really good movie. Uh, you know, because you're just riffing on. Uh, Was I supposed to say something? You're supposed to sing the song. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't. Okay, hey, hey, fucking! I thought you're supposed to be a goddamn mind reader. Anyway, uh, dude, Blazing Saddles, Jesus fuck. And I mean, Mel Brooks is the only dude that can do shit like that. Uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It, Young Frankenstein's good, but I really love Spaceballs. So. The produ- like there are oh, the producers is good too. All the movies have just there's always like one scene that's just like the best overall of them. The producers obviously has uh the musical Springtime for Hitler, which is fucking hilarious. Uh that's yeah, Will Ferrell too. All the Blazing Saddles is funny, but obviously my favorite part is when Dom DeLuise is teaching all those Broadway oh dancers. My God. And he's like <laughs> he's like, You're doing it wrong. Now watch me faggots. It's and like, they all hiss at him and goes, and he goes, it sounds like steam escaping. <laughs> it's like, pop out your chest, stick, stick out, out your tush. tush. This is the French mistake. Yep, you do in the French mistake. It's like, now look at here, you bunch of Kansas City faggots. <laughs> all dancing around like a bunch of Kansas City faggots. Hoarding the hard, hard world of sports. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Uh, sir, I do believe he asked for a couple of niggers, and I'm sorry, but my mother was Dutch. <laughs> See this? We can say it. Steady as a rock. (laughs) See this? This is the hand I shoot with. (laughs) Oh, thank you for the pie. Uh, Yes, and I'm sorry for the up yours nigger quote. Also, please don't tell anyone I was here. Mongo is just a pawn in the game of life. (laughs) You've got rape twice. I like rape. Mongo like rape. (laughs) And then what is the whole part where they hang the horse and then he's like, Froggy, froggy for daddy, daddy for froggy, or some <laughs> shit like that. Fun fact. I didn't get a harumph out of that guy. Uh, fun fact, that executioner comes back in what Mel Brooks movie? Ah, he is in uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. I fucking left out Robin Hood Men in Tights. What are you, three? Three and a half? <laughs> that dude has way too much fun. <laughs> ah, those movies. Hello, okay. Abbott. Hello, Abbott. Hey, Abbott! <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> a black sheriff? What? We, we already did this. <laughs> That's fucking great. He's making out with Marion. Oh my it's god, good to be the king. So what? It, that fucking that blonde chick. She's in all those movies. When Heedley Lamar fucking bitch life, she goes, "Shut up, you tectonic or you two tectonic twat." No, it's it's like an old term for German people. Whatever. Anyway, you're thinking of uh, Madeline Kahn. She's she fun. Mm-hmm. I like her. So. Uh, so okay, we're talking Young Frankenstein's. Anyway, so I guess to get back to the original nice question, knockers, guten tag. <laughs> is I probably have to say that Spaceballs is likely my favorite as well. But it's it. I guess it's just you got to catch me in the right mood, right? Like one day I'm saying Spaceballs now, but it could fucking be Men in Tights. Uh, it could be fucking Young Frankenstein. I'm always watching horror movies. Dude, God, you know who the hermit is in that movie out in the shed shack yeah i do who yeah that's gene hackman you are correct sir yeah do you know how he got that part well no he was shooting like the french connection or some shit like in the studio down the fucking way i thought he was doing baby's day out and uh he came over and asked him asked mel brooks if he could be in the movie and he's just like sure 
whatever. I guess Gene. Then he fucking put him in fucking crazy ass makeup, and then so you just don't know it's Gene Hackman unless you knew it was Gene fucking Hackman. And that's like that's how he got that part. He just he just asked to be, and he was just there bored, and he's like, hey, can I be in your movie? Sure, why the fuck not? You're Gene Hackman. Hackman. Uh, so anyway, I, I I gotta fucking probably say Spaceballs. It's at least the one I've seen the most. And just the, that opening fucking scene of the fucking not Star Destroyer just going and going and going, and it's fucking we break for nobody and shit. So what the fuck is this space ball? Use your chance, do your dance. It's the space balls. Watch out. All we do is dirty deeds. We're the space balls. Watch out. We're the space balls. That's all fucking rules. Yes. You know who does this? Bon Jovi. It's the spinners. <sighs> fucking rubber band man, the spinners. Crank it. Fuck, it's talk about Super Camp in a minute. If you're living in a bubble and you haven't got a clear, well, you're gonna be in trouble because we're gonna steal your air. We're the space balls. Watch out! We're the space balls. We're the masters of space. Hey, don't mess around. With the space balls. Get back here, you fat bearded bitch! <laughs> what happened? The stores in the malls shut down the Three Ring Circus. What happened to Seven? Just kidding. <laughs> Or pizza will take out for you. Mmm, <laughs> this guy's delicious. That's funny. She didn't look Druish. <laughs> you fools! You caught the stunt doubles! Barf! Not in here, mister. This is the Mercedes. Yeah, if you can't have fun with this song, you're the bad kind of autistic. What's that coming out of her nose? It's oh, space My God, it's a space ball. There goes, goes the neighborhood. Suck! Suck! <laughs> She's gone from suck to blow! <laughs> the ring? I got it in the Cracker Jack box. Fucking Joan Rivers is dot matrix, dude. I love the fucking sign in her chest and she's doing something. Sleep mode, sleep mode. I told you to knock before you come in the room. Did you see anything? No, sir. I didn't see you playing with your dolls again. You've caught their stunt doubles! Dude. No! Yes! No! Yes! Yes! No! Your helmet! So big and shiny. Why didn't anybody tell me my ass was this big? <laughs> Snotty beat me twice last night. This is an unlisted wall! Never call me on this wall! Salute, President Screw! That's on fucking rules.
Mel Brooks has uh, always said that uh, he's ready to do a sequel anytime fucking Rick Moranis is down. And he's he's every t- he's always asked. He's like, I have the giant fucking helmet in my garage ready to go. I mean, so, yeah, we spoke of this a hundred times. Rick Moranis has done like a bunch of weird, weird owl kind of country songs and shit. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. I heard fucking not Billy Joel. Neil Young, no, Bob Dylan's, like, old acapella shit. Oh, my God, that's, they say bad shit. I like Bob Dylan. Well, you. Makes me laugh. I have a bunch of, I have a book from him. Um, It's not from him. It's interviews that he gave. Rolling Stone put it together. Because, like, Bob Dylan's been around since fucking the 50s. You mean. Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. I saw him. I saw him at the Hearn Center at Mizzou once. It was an excellent show. Uh, but anyway, the funniest thing about him is like all this time that he's just fucking been Bob Dylan, he he would just give these interviews. Like they'd ask him questions and he just he would just make up shit. Like, <laughs> I appreciate it. He'd be that. fucking pro war. He'd be anti war. Four women against women. Fucking Nazi. Like it didn't matter. He would just fucking lie. Just OG trolling. Because he was just, yeah, he was just. He was just having fucking fun. So this whole book is just full of fucking interviews he gave. And they're like set up to like fucking contradict one another in just the funniest fucking ways, dude. It's hilarious. It's just fucking Bob Dylan just fucking being Bob Dylan. I don't give a fucking fucking. I'm Bob Dylan. I'm fucking live. I want to. Sure. Why not? And like, you know, this is before the Internet. So the shit wasn't compiled everywhere. Right. Ah, fucking hilarious. All right. So that reminds me of that time we were talking about sleep camp too. Moving on. Let's horse around with some maniacs. One of us is really going to enjoy murdering you. Is it me? At the luscious Camp Rolling Hills, the head counselor, TC, which is short for Tom Cruise. That is not a joke. No, that's that's there's a whole theme going on with that. Uh, are sitting around with the boys and a young girl camper named Phoebe telling each other scary stories around a campfire. Phoebe tells them this story about the killings at the previous camp uh, filmed Camp Arawak. Never heard of it. Uh, when uh, <laughs> uh, so one of the young campers interrupts, she's like, that's not scary. My sister worked at this fried chicken joint. There was a fried rat. Somebody ate a rat. Yeah, that happened to everybody. And they were like, no, no, when you hear more about Angel, what happened? And the fucking one dude's like, I heard two things. Either A, she died, or B, she's playing the burnout. She moved to Hollywood and playing the burnout on the facts of life. And that's Trudy? <laughs> right? Is that the one we were flapping about? Uh, yeah, I believe so. The facts of life. It's fucking, I can tell you that's not fucking Mrs. Garrett. Nah. Girls! 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 Uh, no, it's uh, uh, Mindy. Mindy. Sorry. Classic. Tootie was Kim Fields. Yeah. Natalie. It was also Velma. Natalie Green. So, um, anyway, uh, fucking, when that's all going on, uh, Angela comes up out of nowhere and orders Phoebe back to the cabin. As Phoebe and Angela start arguing, uh, and sneaking. She's like, you snuck away with the boys. Uh, This is dirty girl. Telling dirty. You're telling. Angela's a square. Dude. L7 a weenie. Uh, guess what the name of this movie is in Spanish? Camperamento Sangarito Dos. <laughs> Do it again. Campamento Sangarito Dos. <laughs> Actually, it'd be 
dos, sangrito, campamento. Upside down, uh, exclamation point. Twist in the squiggly thing. <laughs> a taco, Mexican <laughs> pizza. Is there Mexican lasagna? What would that be? Is that like a crunch wrap? <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, they're fucking walking back. Uh, Angela tells Phoebe it's time to go home. Phoebe gets a little distressed and runs off into the woods. Uh, Phoebe, now lost, calls back for Angela, who appears. She goes, Angela, where are you? And she goes, right here, and fucking nails Phoebe in the head with this big-ass log. Okay, in between two and three, that log gets so much fucking mileage. It's like Monty Python level <laughs> kind of shit. Because she uses it later on fucking Alley. Uh, when she's in the toilet. Uh, so Angela fucking as fucking Phoebe's knocked unconscious and dying. Angela then cuts out her tongue, proclaiming that here's what you get for telling evil stories and having such a filthy mouth. Uh, so death number one Mm -hmm. for starters. Okay. But so I have, I was dicking around on Reddit and I came across, well, our good friend, simply gentle Ben. Mustang Sally Ben usually comes up with this. It's a bit on his pending podcast uh, called Am I the Asshole Here? Where he goes and he reviews um, the AMAs from Reddit. Yeah, pretty much. So I came across this one called Happy Camper Fan Number 2. And it was, so I am a counselor and um, I caught one of my campers out fraternizing with boys. Fraternizing. What did I say? Fraternizing. Yeah, that one. Telling spooky stories and shit like that. And um, I clubbed her in the head with a branch and cut her tongue out to death. Am I the asshole here? Cincinnati Jeff, what do you think? Mm, It feels like an overreaction to me. I think. um, But she did break the rules. I'm going to go ahead and say that everyone's the asshole here. Okay, that's kind of what I was getting at. Uh, I think uh, Happy Camper 2 might might overreact a little. But don't be talking with the boys. Well, that's exactly what Angela says, because the next day... Huh. Um, I'd probably send her home, too. Molly wakes up staring at uh, Allie's topless ass. Wow. Uh, if, do we have a tit count for this movie? Because <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, so we are now like fucking five minutes and 32 seconds in, and of course, we've got to sound it. Where's it at? Come on now. Come on now. I got that button somewhere. We've got... Oh, yeah. Boobies. Shake it, madam. Capital knockers. Sorry, these buttons are just not in order today. Um, Yeah, I'm going to hit that fucking... No, you're out of order. <laughs> I'm going to hit that fucking button a lot today. Oh, uh, boy. So, Allie just fucking loves being topless. Everybody's fucking showing their tits off in this scene. Angela walks in, tells Who's her to knock chick? it out. Who's the black chick in this movie? Uh, Is that Demi? Yeah, yeah. I love this part because she's like, I love to sleep naked. And she goes, well, you know what I love even more? That big curly hair fucking growing out of your right nipple. <laughs> that was good shit. That was pretty funny. Uh, so uh, everybody's wondering where Phoebe is. And Angela comes in. She tells him that she sent her home because she was doing things with the boys. She had no business doing. She was at Camp Dickin' Butt. <laughs> Climbing that scrotum pole. <laughs> also, she uses the bathroom. Hold on, I gotta clean these guys. She uses the bathroom in this scene, and I I, I always turn the volume up because I just want to hear if I can hear it like hitting the bowl, like it sounds like when I do. But maybe she sits down. I don't know. Nah, what you you were trying to hear was Meg's awesome hum solo from the original. <laughs> <laughs> she is fucking humming like 
a hummingbird on crystal meth. Okay, moving on. So while outside, uh, Charlie and Emilio, aka Tit Patrol, Titty Patrol, <laughs> are taking pictures of the girls who are topless. Uh, they head uh, to the camp where Uncle John gives Angela the Counselor of the Week award during breakfast. Afterward, uh, we have a little sing-along. Oh, do we have it? Do you want to sing it? Uh, I can certainly bring it up. Oh, oh uh, Coach and I sang this when we watched Sleepaway Camp 2 on COVID Trash Repeats Theater a couple seasons ago. Here we go. Not that into savings. Oh no, that's a, that's an ad. I'm not that. That's a man talking to an owl. That's a lifeguard talking to an owl about savings on uh, glasses. I mean, who else would you call? <laughs> Here we go. Let's start this lovely day with a lovely song from our lovely Angela Johnson. Uh, but it wasn't anything like. That. Can I have more? There we go. Okay. Because you asked for I got my first. We'll do my favorite, the Happy Camper song. <laughs> Yo, this fucking song slaps. Don't forget the hand movements. I like this scene later. Oh, this is good. I'm a happy camper. I love this summer song. I love the trees and forest. forest. I was always having, having fun. Oh, I'm a happy camper. camper. I love to clear the sky. And with the grace of God, I'll camp until I die. Yeah. Wow, we did a really good job. Of we were fucking, it's all emotion there. Uh, so afterwards, uh, when and with the grace of God, I camp until I die. Yeah. <laughs> Afterwards, uh, of course, uh, uh, Uncle John asks about Phoebe. She's like, I fucking sent her home. Uh, and then TC's like, hey, Angela. Uh, I well, why are here. we not talking about TC's super sweet, crispy, ramen-haired motherfucking mullet out this bitch? Oh, Fuck shit. Dude, fucking Tennessee top hat all the way. And he he's yoked. He's not like Ronnie yoked, but he's pretty he's Pretty girl. Wait, and Glazer. Oh, fuck Glazer. Dude, Ronnie would beat the shit out of Glazer and send him packing. And Alfred would be watching because he's a little fucking creep. Uh, look, fucking look at him. So he was trying to talk to Angela about it. And uh, she's like, you know what? I don't have time right now, but uh, I'll call you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't have a phone, <laughs> asshole. Phone here. Uh, whatever. Uh, afterwards, Angela's walking in the woods and she finds the shit sisters. Oh, the shit sisters. Yeah. Cause they're high as fuck and drunk all the time. All the fucking time. I, you know, I like the cut of their jib. I like what they're about. Smoking like some marijuana. All right. And they do a riff on Angela's fucking happy camper. It's like, I'm a happy camper. I love to smoke and fuck. And if you give me money, money my titties, titties you, you can, can suck. suck. <laughs> That's right. I'm, I'm probably missing it's, it. I think it's it. Uh, so they're fucking uh, fornicating and drinking with one of the boys. Uh, Angela sends one of the boy, uh, sends the boys away. Um, and she looks over at Brooke, who's completely fucking out of it. Uh, and then, of course, we've still got Jody, who's like fucking hammered. So we got Brooke, who's passed out, and fucking Jody uh, is just fucking... What's her name? Jody or Jody's nuts? Okay. I'm uh, so then uh, we get fucking, uh, I don't remember which one. Brooke suddenly wakes up. 
uh, on what appears to be a fucking barbecue grill. Uh, hold up. What are my girls drinking? Uh, they drinking Papoff or something? Mad Dog motherfucking 2020. Are they? Yep. Really didn't look colored. Oh, damn. Look at that. Actually, I think that's the other scene. No, that's the scene. You're right. Well, they're not in it for a hell of a lot longer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Brooke wakes up. She's on a fucking giant-ass barbecue grill, and she fucking sits up. <laughs> this is so Because Angela's fucking pouring alcohol on her to wake up. As she rises, she is face-to-face with the charred skeleton of her already fucking burnt-to-death crispy-ass sister, Jody. Now, that's what I call waking bake angela then fucking pours gasoline on her while she's scolding her saying let this be a lesson to you say no to drugs also she's got all their joints like fucking sprinkled around like the gondolas and shit and fucking just burns her alive as well i liked this this was neat because the one was already dead i mean and they fucking show up like fucking luke skywalker's step parent god damn we are star wars and hard today and uncle uh, yeah and owen and uncle baru <laughs> And Owen, I think I had to ask backwards. (laughs) You know, I've been on fucking Tatooine with the two sons for too long. (laughs) Fucking drinking blue milk is all you got because the fucking moisture evaporators aren't fucking working because the binary's off. And on top of that, I mean, dude, last season. You just want to go to Tachi. I get it. You want to hang out with your fucking friends. Join the goddamn rebellion. (laughs) Wait, so was Luke going to join the rebellion? I don't know. I, I, I know he wasn't supposed to follow some Obi-Wan on some damn fool crusade. That's right. Ow! You okay over there? You no, fucking my, molting? No, my fucking skin's falling off. What are you on? Drugs? Yes. Okay. Uh, so, I like this scene. This is fun. I don't have it in the, in the, in the trivia, but... So, I do have something about it, but Brooke and Jody... Uh, Brooke was a little older than Jody... So yes, like, is- you ruined your sister's life. And so, well, according to these people that like had to be on set, if you were like under sixteen, you couldn't do certain things. Oh, that's, and so that's why the Jody couldn't fucking be killed on screen because she was too young. So that's why they were like, "We'll get around this." Brooke will wake up, and fucking Jody will already be dead. You know what? And she also couldn't even watch the death scene. Like that was like part of the rules of these fucking people that were on set. We'll get to it later, but she looks like after Scorpion does his fatality in the first game, just that smoldering skeleton. Toasty! Bomb bomb bomb. Uh so deaths number two and three. I got nothing. Okay. Okay. Uh later that night, uh the boys throw Panty Raid! The classic. In the girls' cabin until Angela comes in, fucking throwing them all out and ruining it. And I love uh, I love the one dude who fucking uh, takes off and he's got everybody fucking leaves their shit except this one dude who's got panties on his head and fucking just a fistful of them and he just fucking he takes off. It's the black guy. Yeah, I, I don't remember his name. Uh, I think it's Rob. Uh, eh, whatever. No, that's Judd. Judd Nelson. Judd. Not the Judd Nelson. Again, it's a theme. Um, so Angela fucking throws them all out. Then Angela's like, I got to leave for a counselor meeting. You girls get back in bed and fucking don't get up to any trouble. Uh, but the girls decide to get back to the boys by raiding their cabin for the jock straps. Angela, of course, fucking being Hold the up. fuddy-duddy she is. Go on. My co-host, owner of a penis. How many jock straps do you have? None. Okay. Would you say this is the comparison of like a bra for your junk? Yeah, like a jock strap's kind of like a like a support cup. 
I never knew. I just have giant floppy balls. I'd be playing soccer. I was 10 years old. My balls be flopping out the side. And they'd be like offside. I'm like, I didn't use my hands. Those are my regular balls. <laughs> my stepdad. Just, just putting your nuts over the fucking line. That's right. Yep. Just your nuts. I'm going to hit him with a spike bat. Blow! <laughs> so what's up with that third season of the woo? <laughs> oh, dude, I haven't watched it yet. All right. So uh, the girls fucking go to raid for some jock straps, but Angela fucking, of course, she walks in. She finds Mayor showing off her fucking big ass. Mayor, you titties. have exquisite breasts. She's like, I don't do anything I wouldn't do. Titties. Oh, yeah. Shake it, madam. <laughs> Capital knockers. Uh, so, of course, Angela decides that Mare needs to go home. And on the way back, Angela stops at a car that she has for some reason, offers Mare one last chance to go back and apologize. Mare declines. So she just, Angela starts rooting around the back. Mare says, uh, what are you looking for? A dildo? This drill. This drill. And then fucking drills Mare to death. I mean, so I'm not, you know what? I will reference Tony Coca-Cola in the Roosters one more time because we Listen know. Listen to Orange Joe. Thank you. Because we know that drills are battery operated in the <laughs> 80s. And you don't even need a fucking giant backpack for it or whatever. <laughs> uh, so oh, the next day, Angela finds Charlie and Emilio looking at the naked pictures of everyone um, when they've got a side boob shot of angela in a bra uh and then what is it this one or the next one how do you take that thing off i can't open her <laughs> they're looking at angela's fucked it's up the, it's this one okay yeah, it's this right. one. um so angela fucking walks in and fucking takes the the peep show uh fucking polaroids away and tc's like these are my guys i'll take care of it and angela's like i never thought fucking pornography's funny it can be. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Uh, so later that night... Uh, some like of the, the aristocrats. Some of the teenage boys decide that they're going to get back at Angela. Uh, so they spend the whole day like preparing costumes. And it's funny because like they're doing some sort of like weird blindfold scare thing uh, with the count. Oh, the yeah, campers. it's the classic, this is spaghetti. Or this is witch's hair. And it's spaghetti. And it's like, this is... The eyeballs of a witch, and it's a peel grape, and like they're dipping their hands in there, and then Angela's just like, "What the fuck?" They dip the hands like, "What the fuck is that?" It's like, "Eh, that teenager brain." <laughs> One girl's like, "Seriously, Angela, what's this?" She goes, "Yeah, that, that teenager, teenager brain." brain. <laughs> She's not wrong. She's not lying. <laughs> uh, so then we see the boys, uh, like Judd and, uh, and and friends, like are painting. Uh, Judd pulls out a fucking hockey mask. It's straight uh, the it, cover from Friday the 13th Part 5. Yes. Yeah, it's not Jason's mask, but it is an actual fucking hockey goalie mask. You see it in um, Alone in the Dark. Oh, with yeah, the, the bleeder. bleeder. Yeah. That's a good movie. We should uh, do that. And he's fucking painting, like, fake blood on it. And then uh, one of the other boys, uh, what was his name? Oh, Anthony. Anthony Michael Hall was uh, working on a razor-fingered glove, hmm. like somebody else I've heard of before. Oh, uh, Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, later on in the night, they decide to fucking uh, scare Angela by dressing up as when she sees a, Freddy she got a shit of paint and Jason Voorhees. Um, however, the plan backfires because the girls are also having a camp out and Angela is aware of what is going on and sneaks up because for some reason, 
Anthony kept his glove in the woods and can't find it. It's so stupid. And fucking Judd shows up dressed as his version of Jason and like scares fucking uh, gets scared by Anthony. And he's like, whoa, dude, you almost broke my machete. Yeah. Like, hey, damn, dude, you almost. Bro- oh, did they start dueling or are we there yet? Not yet. Okay. It's like, what the fuck you mean? Like, you, it's a machete. How does it break from a machete? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, he's like, I'm going to go take a piss. Anthony, fucking find your glove or I'm leaving without you. He goes, you. piss my ass. So Judd goes to take the piss and he looks around. Anthony found his glove. It's on Angela's hand and she slits his fucking throat. Good effect. But like I say, every time you get your throat slit, why do you have to throw your head back to open the wound? I would be like, you know, like when Ernest dresses up as the old lady and scrunches his neck and head. That's see, that's what I'd be doing, man. Uh, And so uh, my favorite part. Just catches me off guard every time. Judd just turns around and taking the piss, and he's like, hey, where'd you go, faggot? <laughs> so casual. The <laughs> 80s were a different time, that is for sure. For sure. So uh, fucking all of a sudden, Angela comes up behind them dressed as Leatherface, wearing Anthony's face. I love this. Over her face, and she's got a fucking chainsaw. So Judd thinks it's Anthony. And he starts like dueling. Yeah, I'm he's garf. like, oh, cool. And, like they're gonna fight with a chainsaw and a machete. Doesn't he say? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Yes, he does. All right. Yeah. And so uh, Judd gets uh, cut in the leg, and then fucking Angela goes to town on him with the fucking uh, chainsaw. So we've got fucking Leatherface, Freddy, and Jason all in one fucking little thing, which is cool because that's on the cover. Yes. Like. Um, the, the, the cover of the of the VHS and the DVD has uh, a, a, a an Angela, not the Angela. No, no. Uh, with a backpack on, looks like she's going hiking, and she's clearly got Freddy's glove and Jason's mask kind of sticking out. I think there's a machete. It's all kinds of fun, though. Um, so she goes back to the girls, and they're like, Angela, what are you doing out here? And she's like, oh, I was totally fucking aware what the boys were fucking up to. Ha, 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 ha. And it's like, and they tag her like, Angela, you scam. You're so silly. And they're like, where's Allie? It's like, well, uh, she's had bad cramps, so she fucking had to go to the bathroom. Didn't she have cramps last week? So Angela went to sneak to the bathroom and finds her in there with uh, Rob. Rob? Ron? Yeah. Uh, fucking the soccer star. And they're just fucking having the most awkward teenage sex ever what the fuck is going on is she is he sucking her dick <laughs> so, this is like like they're struggling to get each other's clothes off and this is like they had it just been like this is your only take because it's shot from like the knees down you don't see anything you see the clothes come off and then Allie's trying to kick her pants off and fucking Rob's like trying to take her into the stall and she trips so he just fucking drags her and she's kicking her fucking pants off it looks like she's trying to fight to get away then he sets her on the toilet and then he goes down on her so this is like that scene in April Fool's Day when Buffy and whoever the fuck are like fucking in the bed and they just look like human origami or something they look like a human Rubik's Cube. I don't know. It's the weirdest fucking scene. It's very awkward. Again, it's shot from like the fucking height of the toilet seat down. It's whatever. Moving uh, on. Angela tries to get in and she's like, why is the door locked? And you know, it's like, well, you use your fucking. 
She tries to use her fucking chainsaw, but it won't start again. She gets all pissed off. The next day, Angela sets up a trap for Allie by giving her a fake note that says Molly's boyfriend, Sean, would like to meet her in the woods. In the dilapidated cabin. Allie arrives, and Angela stabs her in the back several times. That's what she do. Shoves her into the outhouse. And it's like, take a look. And fucking puts her fucking head in the fucking toilet. And she's like, what do you see? And she's like, creepy shit. And she's like, that's right. Cause you're shit. Uh, this is a little heavy. And she's like, and what else? And she's like, and leeches. That's cause you're a bad friend. You're a fucking leech. It's like the only time that Angela cusses in the whole movie. Do you think she put those leeches in there? I don't remember leeches living in poo water, but again, I don't know. I'm not a fucking sewerologist. I mean, if I was a leech, I'd be like, I'm not going down there. It smells like poo gas. Yeah, poo gas. I told you it smells like poo gas. Yeah. No. <laughs> hey, Freakazoid, you want to go see a monkey ride a motorcycle? Do I ever? What do you think I'm fibbing? Like I'm some kind of fibby boy? God damn, dude. That had me fucked <laughs> up for a while. Some kind of fibby boy. Oh, my God. Uh, all right. Rip ass Adner. Rip. Yeah, rip. So uh, Angela is like, you know what? You need a better look. And then fucking shoves. This is a cool scene. Shoves her face first into the fucking apparently immensely deep fucking outhouse toilet and then drowns her every time she comes up. And she's a very blonde girl. Comes up fucking head full of shit. Now she's shit water brown. (laughs) Covered in fucking leeches. And fucking Angela's using that fucking branch that she used a little bit earlier. Just fucking keeps poking her fucking you know, down. This, this branch should have a co-star credit in this fucking film. <laughs> and uh, just using this log to fucking drown this poor girl. And it's it's nasty sounding. Yeah, they, the ADR went all out yeah, for this. It was really fucking good. Just pee-pee and poo-poo and leeches and drowning. Later that night, Demi starts to tell Angela how it's weird I just think it's kind of weird. She was worried about her friends, and she decided that she was going to go call Mare at home and just see what happened. But Mare's parents told her she was still at camp. She's mm. like, well, that can't be right. She's like, so, yeah. So then I started calling all the other kids, and they weren't at their house either, which even though you've sent them home, they're not there. Fucking narc. And realizing that uh, Angela could be caught, but probably not because Demi is a moron, Angela starts Demi Moore on? Yes. Eh. Goofily searching the room for something to kill her with while Demi talks nonstop. First, she tries uh, a pencil. This is funny as shit. And breaks it. Then she tries a hairbrush, and then Angela starts to brush her hair with it. (laughs) Then she picks up the fucking boombox, like fucking Allie's boombox, and like mimics bashing. And then she's like, no, this is no good. Before she goes to her guitar, fucking pulls off a guitar string, and then chokes her to death like it's garage wire. Hey, you know what? Mission accomplished. Uh, and she just says, you know what, Demi, you talk too much. Uh, so, all right. Yeah, I was back on Reddit. Okay. And I noticed there were a couple entries by this happy camper number two. Okay. Um, and so it was, guys, am I the asshole here? So one of my campers talks too much and, uh, did some unnecessary sleuthing and I, May have groated her throat with. Uh, <laughs> I hope that picked up. Uh, Fart noise. With a with a guitar cord. Did I overreact? Am I the asshole here? Was she talking nonstop? I mean, 
I think she she would. Why she talk? I'm gonna go ahead and give a not the asshole. All right, uh, happy one. camper too. I think you're in the clear. Yeah, the consensus at least on this podcast is you're. You're in the, not the asshole this time. Yeah, you're not the asshole yeah. this time. Uh, but suddenly, Leah comes in, and Angela stabs her to death, merely stating, You're going to tell! Mm. Uh. So, uh, with no one left in the cabin, Molly wakes up the next day, and uh, she's like, Where is everybody? Well, I had to send them all home. They're fucking gone. Bye. <laughs> and uh, obviously, she hasn't really told Uncle John about sending all these hampers. <gasps> these are Java-sized camper's home and he's warned her a couple times like you should probably not do that he's like well you sent too many home and we sort of can't find them so you're fired Ooh, right after you got your happy camper award mm-hmm, yeah fucking counselor of the week can't put that on your resume now yeah it was like counselor of the w-e-a-k and like <laughs> tc's there the whole time he's just like fucking goading her yeah you're stupid you're gone uh, you so kill yourself. feeling sad for Angela, Molly and Sean decide to go cheer her up when they find her hiding place, which is like this old cabin deep in the woods that's normally locked. Uh, Angela's like feeling all fucking sad for herself again with the stick. Mm-hmm. She's got this fucking stick stick of destiny. Molly's like, no, you're good. And you'll figure it out. And this and that, blah, blah, blah. And fucking Sean's like, hey, check out this door. It's not locked. Oh, wait a minute. And fucking goes inside and discovers the dead body of everyone the that's been whole killed up to goddamn this point. crew. Angela. I even think there's some bonus bodies. Yeah, there. there are. Angela suddenly appears behind them, knocks Sean out. Again. Yeah. He, with the stick. Mm-hmm. And then ties her, or, uh, Molly and Sean up. And uh, yeah, we go through, we see. Um, fucking leech face. We see fucking Demi's fucking garroted ass. We see the shit sisters. Isn't she a little blue? Uh, we see the 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 two boys, fucking Judd and Anthony, and just fucking everybody. So basically, fucking you good? I'm just trying to think because they hop back and forth. Oh, uh, I, we could consult the kill list. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm just trying to decide how to tell it. So but they hop back at camp, and and Rob, who is Sean's best friend and Allie's sex friend, whoa, uh, reveals wow. to TC about Molly and Sean's disappearances. Uh, and he's like, where are they at? And he's like, I don't know. Apparently, fucking Angela's got this like place she likes to hang out with. And he's like, I know where it is. So TC goes out to it's find Angela. It's that shack out in the woods with that stump and that uh, that the lumpy boy's mom's head, right? Yeah. <laughs> they got a grill. There's an outhouse out there. It's busy. Uh, <laughs> so it's bussing. On his way, he's like screaming, "Fucking Molly, Sean, Angela, why are you so fucked up?" Uh, and he is greeted by Angela, who throws battery acid on his face. Oh, because earlier he's like, "Somebody took the battery out of my Jeep." Yeah, he's like got a list. He's like, "There's a list of things missing: some panties, a few jock straps, some bras, the battery, battery to my, my Jeep, <laughs> and my uh, mullet spray." <laughs> Let you so close. No doubt. But it's for honky, so it's like the opposite. It's let your scalp crisp. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Justin Timberlake brand ramen hair. Fuck it. <laughs> I don't even know. That's some white people shit. Listen to Orange Joe. They, you know, or not. I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> so, um, 
uh, she's like, I knew your battery would fucking come in handy. Fucking obviously mutilating and killing him. I, I like seeing him later. His fucking face is just melt. Like his skull is melted down to just the jaw. Well, see, this is weird because I was back on Reddit and happy camper number two or two popped up again and said, now I might have been up to some weird shit. You know, this this week. I might have stolen somebody's Jeep's battery and um, I might have disassembled it and I might have splashed acid in the owner's face. To be fair, he had a really ugly mullet. And uh, he's been jackassing around and uh, just teaching these kids inappropriate behavior. Am I the asshole for doing this? Well, first I would ask, happy camper number two, does this particular person find pornography funny? Uh, let me scroll down a little bit. Yeah. Okay. No, no, actually, she. Uh, it says, I think it's kind of funny okay. that people think pornography is funny. Well, I would say that this is how you get Two-Face, if you're careful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I, in everything in moderation, believe in Harvey Dent. So I'm going to go ahead and say everyone's the asshole here. It works every time. Yeah, yeah. Both are in the wrong. Okay. Yep. Yeah. If I were to. Let me just. Allegedly. Type. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Sean comes to and realizes that Angela is actually Peter Baker, the 14-year-old transsexual killer from the previous film. Oh. And he calls her Peter. Peter. Till the end of his scenes. Uh, Angela reveals that she's had two years of electroshock therapy, a sex change operation. So this is post-op And Angela. your parents' tax dollars paid for it. She was released for having good records from the doctors. And Sean's like, my dad's a cop, and he was there, and he told me all the fucking horrendous shit you did. And she's like, wait till he hears about you. And then fucking cuts his head off with Judd's machete. All right, so let's break scene. let's break that down real quick. The only cop in the original sleepaway camp, Detective Mustache. Yeah, is that the dad? I guess so. Okay, and um, I guess other than Angela, that's our segue between the fucking two movies. So she, she does. Oh, go ahead. It's coming up. Actually, it's a line she says. So another An- connection. Angela then leaves because she has already set a trap for Matt. Uh, the boys, the boy who was fornicating with Jody and Brooke. When she comes back to his body, Molly, who has escaped from being held hostage, attacks her with said log again and <laughs> proceeds to run off. Angela chases after her, and after a kerfuffle, Molly pulls out Angela's pocket knife and stabs Angela in the hand and the left leg. Angela continues approaching her, and Molly, who's standing near a ledge, falls over and is ah! left for dead, and Angela tells her, if it's any consolation, you almost made it. Aww. And then she makes like a tree and gets the fuck out of there. <laughs> now, later that night, Diane, another camp counselor who's roaming the grounds looking for all these fucking missing children and teenagers and counselors, finds Charlie and Emilio 
fucking peering through the fucking other girl's cabin. She's like, God damn it, boys. What did I tell you? She fucking puts her hands on one of them. His head falls back. Their throats have been slit. Their eyes have been gouged out. And they're fucking nailed to the walls. That's right. I I remember this scene because Diana goes, oh, no, boys. Oh, no. Use was two of the good ones. Use was two of the good ones. (laughs) No. Uh, So Diane runs to go find Uncle John. Uh, but what Diane does find is him in his office with his throat slashed and a machete next to his desk with his hand cut off as he was reaching for the phone. Ooh, it's like in a uh, blood blood rage mm-hmm. when not T O double D when not Todd cuts off uh, Paps Blue. No, was it old style? Old style. Yeah, and yeah. it's like you mean the untied, untied. <laughs> Uh, so she fucking prepares to run, but bumps into Todd, Rob. I'm not Todd, Mom. Hanging from the wall with panties gagged into his mouth. Angela appears behind her and stabs her, uh, and then leaves the office, and then walks back and proclaims, "Good night, campers." Oh. Meanwhile, Molly, who uh, has just regained consciousness, and <laughs> limps out of the woods. Uh, Angela hitchhikes away from the camp and to a truck driver who hitchhikes. is uh, leaving from the campsite area. And I like this lady. Yeah, she's super nice. She's like, I'm too stupid to drink and too dumb to not fuck. No, she goes, I'm too stupid to drink and too fat to cook. So fuck. all that's leaves too fat is to fuck. All, is it fuck? It's fuck. Uh, all, all that leaves is uh, smoking. She's like, could you roll down the window as the Marlboro woman is just <laughs> torching a coffin nail after after so uh angela gets annoyed by the driver and uh and a train light pulls out a knife and just starts attacking the woman while they're stopped at a railroad crossing i love this molly finally makes it to the main road and starts walking away when the pickup truck stops behind her and molly who's relieved walks over to the truck oh thank god i've been through so much what does angela say howdy partner and roll credits yep molly screams and we don't know what happens to her well, she probably gets drilled. The end. Oh, did you want more? Yeah. Did you want more? Yeah. Well, you've got more, because now we're going to do part three. I didn't get a beer. Just kidding. <laughs> we are not going to do the third one. We could, though. They fucking filmed it back to back, but we did not watch them back to back. Well, I did, but not for tonight, because uh, if you got to watch part two, now gotta watch when you do watch part two you gotta fucking watch the third one because they're fucking excellent together and they're fucking both filmed at the same spot so it's pretty fun but now we're gonna move on to the kill count do you kids want to see a dead body we've got uh 18 kills seven six off screen number one Phoebe Cates. Ha ha. Hit in the head with a branch tongue cut out. That's right. I mean. Uh, Jody shit. Into the fire. Brooke shit. Into the fire. Mayor Winningham. Bzz, bzz. <laughs> Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> Judd Nelson. On guard. Allie Burgess. Stabbed in the back and drowning in shit. Demi Moore. Uh, out of tune? I don't know. Guitar <laughs> joke? <laughs> Leah Thompson. Stabbed four times. Uh, we got uh, TC Tom Cruise. 
This ass is going to melt your face off. Uh, we've got uh, Sean Whitmore. Heads up. We've got Matt. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we've got Charlie Sheen. Did it patrol. Tiger blood. Uh, Emilio Estevez. Emilio! Uncle John Hughes. Uh, he did. Rob. Also dead. Panty mouth. Diane Lane. Stabbed in the stomach with a knife. And then the truck driver. Too fat to fuck. And then uh, Molly is just left ambiguous. Well, I mean, do they talk about her in three? She's, you know what? We'll worry about that then. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, so what was your favorite kill, Nachos? I don't know, man. I probably got to go with TC getting his face melted the fuck off. If I had to do a quick, uh, you know, a close second, it would be fucking Sean. Because it's like, look, Sean's on TV. and it's Oh, my God. I did forget. Look who's on TV. <laughs> that is fucking good. I forgot to say that. God damn it. But you know what? Jeff, get your head out of your ass. I, I just, I, I want to... I just want to get this out of the way. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on Reddit and I'm gonna talk to Happy Camper too and mm-hmm. and let her know she might be the asshole for a lot of these. She's she might overreact. She's definitely asshole in a few of them. Yeah, for sure. My personal favorite. Well, how about you, slick and nasty? Uh is Allie Burgess. Uh, fucking stabbed a bunch, like right in the spine too, and then fucking drowned in the outhouse. Shit, you know what? I really like the Shoat Sisters deaths. <laughs> the Shit Sisters are good, too. Shit Sisters. Wasted! All right, you ready for some stuff you should know? Drop it like it's hot. Hello, greetings. What seems to be your boggle? My boggle? The characters, Charlie and Emilio, played by Jason Erwick and Justin Noel, are the real-life names of Molly Nagel's brothers, Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez. What? Felissa Rose was asked to return as Angela Baker, and she did a reading, but didn't quite click with the comedic one-liners that Angela delivered in the sequels. Wait a minute. Were you trying to tell me she was trying to return to the sleepaway camp? (laughs) (laughs) She was also preparing to attend college in New York at the time, and they were filming this in, uh, I think, like Nebraska or Omaha or something like that. Omaha, Nebraska? Yeah. Okay. Like in Omaha. Ah. Um... The model used to portray Angela. Yeah, thank you. Let, let's shine some light on For this. the original VHS cover box art is Connie Craig. Pamela was unavailable for the photo shoot that day, so they just grabbed some chick and shot it. You know what? We didn't, we didn't discuss this. So Pamela Springsteen is Bruce Springsteen's sister. Mm-hmm. What is a uh, nomenclature... Or Bruce Springsteen. Oh, he's the boss. Well, would that make her a bossalita? <laughs> Call back. Uh, Michael A. Simpson said in an interview that uh, since some of the actors were underage, you know, around 16 or 17, the Georgia, I'm sorry, that was filmed in Georgia. Uh, the Georgia Department Nebraska, of Labor right? <laughs> had uh, reps on the set the entire time making sure those actors weren't involved in nude scenes or said any dialogue with profanity. During the scene where Valerie Hartman's character County? gets out of the pool brawless wearing only a wet t-shirt, her nipples are clearly visible under the shirt. In the they script, most certainly are. there was a line which went, Hey, Emilio, check out those nips. But the Georgia reps said they couldn't have a kid under the age of 18 say that, so they changed it to, Hey, Emilio, party hats at 2 o'clock. I think that's the better line. Sullivan says, It's always great to see your tax dollars at work. Mm. 
And last, according to some cast and crew members, during production and filming, Pamela Springsteen did not tell anyone she was Bruce Springsteen's sister, and several found out about it years later. I mean, what's that last name? Right? Yeah. Is that a, is that a common name? Uh, wait a minute. So let's move on to the final cut. Well, what do you know? I asked for final cut, and I got it. <laughs> All right, Orange Joe, take it away. What you like, what you didn't like, then give me your rating. Listen. All right. Let me get a big old swaggle of genius. Joe. All right, Sleepaway Camp 2 on Happy Campers. Quintessential 80s schlock. Uh, it's offensive it's gross it could only be made in the 80s it's exactly what you want from an 80s slasher it's tongue-in-cheek it's got the gore it's got the boobs it's got one-liners this movie's fun uh if you don't like this movie maybe you should ask yourself why are you into this uh kind of stuff um, it's not hurting anybody. Is it dumb? Yeah, it's dumb as shit. Uh, would I compare this to like a Friday the Thirteenth? And I, <clears throat> the original Sleepaway Camp is by far a better movie, but this is a totally different kind of monster. So, in short, Sleepaway Camp Two, I give this, I give this a comfortable. Six party hats out of ten. Um, what about you, Cincinnati, Jeff? Well, <clears throat> when you hear Sleepaway Camp, you think your mind immediately goes to the first one. And it is a fantastic fucking movie. It's a lot of fun. But the thing that you always remember more than anything is obviously the big twist ending. What a twist? You can't really do that here because you already know who Angela is. So they just fucking lean right into it. She's had a sex change operation. She's full on girl now. But, like Nacho said, this is a completely different movie. We were talking about it earlier. The first one is, is I guess, meant to be more serious. It's got some fun parts to it. Eat uh, shit and live, Bill. It's also got some fucking long-ass fucking nothing happens parts for a while, too. Oh, because we watch a legit inning of baseball? <laughs> <laughs> There's even a volleyball game and some swimming fucking activities. Um, but with this one, like, it's just nonstop F-U-N. The body count is fucking massive. It's, it's like, what, borderline 20? Yeah, almost 20. Fucking double what they had in the first one for sure. Mm -hmm. And it's it's just goofy. The first and second one. Like, they're just such different monsters than what that original movie was. But that's what makes it so fun about it. Like, it's you almost... second and third? Yeah. Okay. So, like, it's just... You know, you, you want to watch the first one because you want to watch something a little bit more serious that fucking falls in line with any of the other slashers you've ever watched. But then, like, you get to this, and it's, is it great? No. But it's really good. It's You can't just judge it on the merits of, like, oh, it's is a good slasher. Yeah, it's okay. Right? The kill's inventive. Mm, eh. We've seen a lot of it before. They fucking are even borrowing fucking movie monsters from other fucking franchises, like, straight up. That's fun. But that's what makes it so fucking fun. Like, that's just what makes it so good. And Tongue it's, firmly planted in cheek. Right? It's just goofy. It makes you laugh. And I honestly can't get enough of it. That's why when I watched the second one, I immediately went to watch the fucking third one. They were filmed back to back. They were filmed in the same fucking place. It, 
many of the characters that were uh, around for the second one stayed and helped out or were like part of the third one in some yeah. way, shape, or form. It's it just this whole camaraderie. And it looked like people were having a really good time. Yes. Like, it looked like it was fun to make. You had kids getting killed, like young kids, you know, those the Titty Patrol, 10, 11 years old, maybe. Yeah, that's something you don't see uh, often, kids getting killed in fucking horror flicks. Yes, it's usually fucking teenagers who are raunchy and having sex and doing drugs and shit like that. But with this one, you get a fucking mix of everybody. Kids, teenagers, adults, like it's all just thrown in there. <clears throat> and Angela's just such an interesting character. This is not a movie that not could be... Not your grandpa's Angela. <laughs> ...that could be remade or even made today. One, the, the twist is already spoiled. Yeah. And... Would you even want it to be remade? May, you can revisit it in a that sense. That would have to be a hell of a twist. Like, has some mean, sort of, like, uh, sequel, remake, fucking... Yeah, it's... it's. I don't know how you tackle Like, that. some sort of Scream 5 kind of thing or something. But, I mean, I, I love it so much, I'm giving it fucking eight unhappy campers out of ten. Like... Okay. All right. Yeah, it's just... It's that fucking good. I highly recommend it for people when we're, we're trying to have... Simple Ben on here, and he's like, I haven't seen it. I was like, well, one, it's on Tubi. It's genuinely everywhere. <laughs> yeah, so fucking go check it out. Uh, and he's like, he's like, this is so fucking goofy. He's like, but I can't stop watching. I'm like, it's fun. I know. It's that's, fun. That's what just fucking makes it. It's not scary, but it's just a good time. I'm going to jump in real quick. I mean, you, you wrapped your review. Yeah. Uh, so there is a line. Okay, so I will say this movie gets a wag of the finger for having just... I know it's disposable teens and all that, but like you don't have those memorable characters like Mel, the owner of the camp or the lifeguard or Ronnie and his juicy hog, unfortunately, <laughs> but or, or Aunt Martha, more importantly. And that's the whole thing. Like the only real continuity you get in this is the story in the beginning of the movie, the campfire tale. And then I believe. Angela is talking to Molly about Sean being dead. It's like, don't worry. My aunt, my aunt always said there's plenty of fish in the sea. Mm -hmm. And uh, goddamn, this movie. Sean says that he almost went to Camp Arawak the year the kids died. That's too. right. That's right. But he had AIDS or something. <laughs> His dad couldn't afford it. Yeah, he had SIDS, so he couldn't go. <laughs> or SUDS. SUDS. Yeah, that's the one for adults. Uh, SIDS is for kids. No, tricks are for kids. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think a little more Aunt Martha probably would have just brought me home. Uh, honestly, I think maybe we could do an Aunt Martha spinoff movie. Ooh, that would be cool. And uh, I'll, I'll straight tell you the tagline. Be sure to tie a ribbon around your finger because this October 23rd, she'll be in theaters. Aunt Martha. Uh, the Martha name. <laughs> that's all I got. Uh, Oh, so I don't know when whoever's going to listen to this, but this Friday night, uh, I'm going to be at the Late Night Grindhouse. Um, what are they showing? They're showing Assault on Precinct 13. The OG one. I've never seen it. And so they're doing like a 4K restoration. And if you see me there and you recognize me, I'll say hi to you. And buy me a drink. And you can buy me a drink. Please do. Yeah, that's right. I'll tell you that soundtrack is a fucking banger. And so mm. like I I never seen the movie. I passed out on the Atomic Scarecrow's couch one summer and I woke up and I just heard like what the fuck is this song? And it's like John Carpenter's dope ass synth beats. 
And uh, it was the very tail end of that, like before they roll credits. Mm, it's a good movie. Uh, the remake's not bad either. Who's in that? Uh, Cowboy Curtis. Oh, my boy. Larry Fishburne. Mm-hmm. Yep, Larry Fishbone. <laughs> Morse Chestnut. <laughs> so, got anything else for the listeners, buddy? Uh, we should do Malignant. Did you see that? Yes, we talked about it last time. That movie's dope. I don't remember much about last time. That was a while ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were a little inebriated. It'll happen. <laughs> they sneak up on you, man. I'm trying to think. I got anything else? Well, I'm gonna it. warn the fucking folks about next episode. We're doing street trash, and we're oh, going to be street trashed. Man, let's let's get fucking. Oh my god, I am ready. Oh, I'm gonna get so drunk. Part of the Flatbush Bill Brigade. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for coming out. And remember, thanks for opening your ear holes. Always keep it. Wait, wrong one. Uh, (laughs) Stay Stay spooky, spooky, bitch.